Chapter 19 of Finnish Legends. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. Finnish Legends by R. Avin. Chapter 19 Ilmarinen's Wooing. Just as Wainamoinen had received his answer, Ilmarinen came hurrying into the house and into the guest room their servants brought him honey drink in silver pitchers but he said i will never taste the drink of northland till i see the rainbow maiden with her i will gladly drink for i have come hither to seek her hand then Loi said to him the maiden is not ready to receive thee and thou may not woo her before thou hast ploughed the field of hissing serpents once the evil spirit lampo ploughed it but it has never been done since ilmarinen wandered off sadly but while he was pondering over what he should do he saw the lovely maid herself he went up to her and said long ago i forged a sample for thee and then thou promised to become my wife but now thy mother demands that i first plough the field of serpents before i win thee but the maiden comforted him and told him how to plough the field with a plough of gold and silver and copper so ilmarinen went off and built a smithy and placed in the furnace gold and silver and copper and iron and from these he forged a plough with ploughshare of gold and beam of silver and copper handles and for himself he made boots and gloves and armour of iron and as he worked he sang magic spells to give his work power to overcome the serpents then he harnessed to the plough the fire-breathing hisi horse and went into the field there were serpents of every sort creeping and crawling over one another and hissing horribly but ilmarinen cast a spell over them and ploughed the field so that all the snakes were buried in the furrows and then he went to lohi and claimed her daughter's hand but lohi refused to let him have her daughter until he should catch the great bear of manala and bring him to her so he went off to the maid again and told her what old Loi had demanded of him the lovely maiden instructed him how to prepare a muzzle for the bear forging it of steel on a rock beneath the water at a spot where three currents met together and the straps were to be of steel and copper mixed and ilmarinen made a muzzle as she had directed and set off for manala the dismal deathland as he went he prayed to the goddess of the mists to send a fog where the great bear of manala was so that he might not see ilmarinen as he approached and the goddess sent the fog and ilmarinen was able to creep up to the bear and throw the magic muzzle over his head and then to lead him to lohi without any trouble when he had brought the bear to her he asked her again for her lovely daughter's hand but lohi said to him thou must perform one more task still and then when that is done thou shalt have my dear daughter catch for me the monster pike that lives in the river of tuoni but thou may not use hook nor line nor nets nor boat hundreds have been sent to catch it but all have died in tuoni's dark waters and now ilmarinen was deeply discouraged and went off to tell the maiden of this third task which he thought it was impossible to do but she told him to forge an eagle in his magic furnace and that the eagle would catch the monster pike for him so ilmarinen went to work and forged an eagle in his smithy talons of iron beak of steel and copper 
and when the eagle was entirely made from iron and copper he mounted on its back and bade it fly away to the river of tuoni there to catch the monster pike when they had reached the bank ilmarinen dismounted and began to search for the pike while the eagle hovered over the water while ilmarinen was searching a huge monster rose from the depth and tried to seize him but the eagle swooped down and with one bite of his mighty beak wrenched off the monster's head still ilmarinen continued his search until at last the monster pike itself rose up to seize him but as it came to the surface the giant eagle swooped down upon it and buried its talons in the pike's flesh then the fish maddened with the pain rushed down to the deepest caverns dragging the eagle with it until the bird had to lose its hold and soar aloft again a second time the eagle swooped down and struck deep into the pike's shoulders but the pike dived to the bottom again and escaped at last the eagle made a third descent and this time grasped the pike firmly with his beak of steel and planted his talons firmly on the rocks and this time he succeeded in dragging the pike from out the river then the eagle flew off with the pike to the top of a tall pine tree and there ate the body of his victim leaving the head for ilmarinen but the eagle himself soared up into the air up beyond the clouds and at length disappeared behind the sun ilmarinen returned to lohi with the pike's head and again claimed her daughter in marriage lohi answered him thou hast performed this last task but badly since thou only brought me the worthless head but still since thou hast completed the other tasks also i will give thee my fair daughter thou hast won the maid of beauty to be the help and joy of all thy future life but while ilmarinen was rejoicing in his good fortune the aged wainamoinen wandered sorrowfully homewards bewailing his sad lot thus to be compelled to live without a wife to cheer his home woe is me he sang that i did not woo and marry in my youth for the old man cannot hope to conquer the young ones when they go a-wooing when this story was ended father mikko stopped a while to rest and the others discussed the stories that he had just told all were pleased that the rainbow maiden had chosen ilmarinen instead of the aged wainamoinen and little antero asked papa mikko what they had had to eat at the wedding he was rather more deeply interested in things to eat than anything else so father mikko continued after he had rested a while end of chapter nineteen